Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me, just as the Father knows me and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. Please be seated. <laughs> Members of Good Shepherd Congregation, family and friends that have gathered here this morning, and especially to you, my good friend Don, grace and peace, love and mercy from God our Father through Jesus Christ, our risen Savior and Lord. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Those words are pretty much universally known, whether people are Christians or not, whether people go to church or not. Pretty much everyone knows, at least in part, Psalm 23. It's a psalm of peace. It's a psalm of comfort. It's a psalm of trust. It's a psalm of care. We get this picture in our mind of the shepherd taking care of the sheep. That's what a shepherd does, right? He takes care of the sheep. He gives them plentiful green grass to eat. He gives them water, clean water to drink. He drives away the wolves and other enemies. The good shepherd loves his sheep and he takes care of them. Psalm 23 gives us this, this pastoral scene in our mind. And it brings us comfort and peace. But my friends, there is much more to Psalm 23 than the Lord is my shepherd. All by itself, Psalm 23 can tell us about any kind of a boss or a Lord or a God. You can kind of plug in whatever your God or Lord is. Money, power, prestige. The list goes on and on and on. What is it that we look to for peace and comfort and hope and trust day in and day out? Jesus in John 10 makes it absolutely clear who Psalm 23 is talking about. He says, in a sense, you know that, that shepherd psalm that you love so much? The Lord is my shepherd. I've got some good news for you. The good shepherd is me. The shepherd of Psalm 23 is me. Yes, I feed the sheep. I take care of the sheep. I drive the enemies, the wolves, away. But what characterizes me as not just any old shepherd, but the good shepherd is the fact that I lay down my life for the sheep. There is no shepherd in his right mind that would die for sheep, no matter how much he loves them. 
But the love of Jesus, the love of the good shepherd, is demonstrated in his sacrificial death, freely and willingly, for the life of sheep like us who are prone to wander. My friends, it's pretty clear that when God uses that word picture, that imagery of sheep, he's talking about us. We are the sheep. And it's not a very flattering picture. Sheep are prone to wander. Sheep are not very bright. Sheep are easily distracted. Sheep have been known to drown to death in a rainstorm because they feel the raindrops on their head and they look up to see what it is. And they're not smart enough to look back down. Sheep, sometimes because of the wool and sometimes just because they're heavy, fall down and can't get back up. The shepherd and his crook is there to pick them back up. Sheep, in many respects, are pretty helpless. And my friends, that's a beautiful picture for us. When we realize that we don't know everything, when we realize that we're helpless as far as saving ourselves and living for others, it means that we need to trust in someone or something else. Jesus says, trust in me. I am the good shepherd. I lay down my life for the sheep. A little bit later in the chapter, he says, I lay down my life only to pick it back up again. It is in the death and resurrection of Jesus that we have hope. We have peace. We have forgiveness. We have true comfort. And today, the only comfort that can truly comfort when we lose our wife or our mom or grandma or great-grandma or great-great-grandma or friend. The peace, God says, that surpasses all understanding. My friends, it was more than 90 years ago that Darlene was baptized into the death and resurrection of Jesus. That may sound strange, but this is what God's word teaches us. We can't go back in time. We can't get into a DeLorean and, and set the date and go back to the death of Jesus, to go back to the old rugged cross or anything like that. No, that happened a long time ago. The perfect life, obedient death, and glorious resurrection of Jesus are historical facts that happened roughly 2,000 years ago. So how does what happened then 
Come to me now. I believe that I cannot, by my own reason or strength, believe in Jesus Christ my Lord or come to him. We learn this scriptural truth in Luther's small catechism. We can't go back in time. We can't ascend with our reason or strength to God. And so God comes to us. That's why we celebrate Christmas. It's not just to pump up the economy. God takes on flesh and blood for us and for our salvation. Jesus lives a perfect life, fulfilling the Ten Commandments that, that weigh us down and expose our sin. He goes all the way to an old rugged cross, dying the death we deserve. He rises from the dead three days later, proving that he is the good shepherd. And then he promises that everything that he has done, everything that he has earned, everything that he has accomplished, he pours out to us in the waters of holy baptism. That's what we said at the beginning of our liturgy today. Don't you know that all of you who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? And if you were baptized into a death like his, you are certainly baptized into a resurrection like his. The Good Friday and Easter work of Jesus is yours. Pure gift in the waters of holy baptism. My friends, that's what God did for Darlene. And in so doing, he gave her new life. New life in the spirit. He made her one of his precious lambs. My sheep hear my voice, Jesus says, and they follow me. For more than 15 years, I've had the privilege of being the instrument through which the good shepherd's voice came to Darlene's ear. Wasn't just me, Pastor Burt, Pastor Morundi, Pastor Moline, various vicars through the years. Not being able to come to church, we brought church to them. And we talked about a lot of things. We talked about family, we looked at some of your pictures, we talked about events going on in the world. We relived a lot of Cumming County and Burke County memories. We talked a lot about food. How do you stay so skinny, Darlene? <laughs> Never did give me that secret. We talked about a lot of stuff. But that wasn't the reason for my visit. I knew it, and she knew it. There were some days we visited a long time. Other days we just visited a short time. I always knew by the look on Darlene's face when it was time to get down to business. Let's hear what the Lord says. And she would say, that's right. We would hear God's word, a short 
devotion on God's word. And then we would celebrate the Lord's Supper. First, confessing our sins and then rejoicing in the gift of Christ's body and blood in, with, and under bread and wine for forgiveness, life, and salvation. There was always a calm and a peace when we were done. Sometimes I would sing, sometimes not. But we would rejoice in the gifts that God gives to his sheep. You see a lot of things when you live to be well into your 90s. My mom died just a few years ago, 97 years old. My dad died in 1966, the age of 44. Death knows no limits or bounds. Death takes the young and the old. For the last two and a half years, the whole world has been living in kind of a fear of the unknown, but more often, a fear of death. How easy it is to fall into the trap that death is the victor, that death ultimately wins it all at the end. That death is our shepherd. My friends, hear it today as if for the first time, as we have been able to bring that message to Darlene and Don for so many years. Jesus Christ is victorious over sin, death, and the grave. Jesus lives the victory is won. Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep and picks it back up again. Whoever believes in me, Jesus says, even though he dies, yet shall he live. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Darlene clung to that promise. Darlene lived in that promise. Darlene died in that promise. That is an amazing legacy. Thanks be to God. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, keep our hearts our minds, our faith and trust in the Good Shepherd, Jesus, our Savior and Lord. Amen. We stand for prayer.
Let us pray to the Lord our God and Father, who raised Jesus from the dead. Almighty God, you have knit your chosen